Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots. 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Well, last night was fun, huh? Nice. Nice seeing those Knicks on the national stage. What a win. Oh, my God. How the hell did they beat the Celtics up there? That was amazing. That was fun. Um, okay, so I find this really interesting with Julius Randle and the future of the Knicks and, and where do you go from here? Well, I understand the school of, uh, and, and I think a lot of people actually subscribe to this, and I get it, trade him now. Mm-hmm. Never, never going to be a higher value than right now. Never going to play quite this well again. Well, in essence, he's mirroring his all-NBA year from a couple of years ago. Yeah. He's actually shooting a better percentage from the field overall, a little lower from downtown, a little lower from behind the arc, rebounds just about a push, slightly down with assists because he doesn't handle the ball as much with mm-hmm. Brunson, which is a good thing. Julius Randle is playing outstanding ball. He's an all-star. Yeah, he is. Okay. Now, when do you trade Randle? <laughs> I'm not trading him. Not not before February, what is it, 9th or 10th, the deadline? So you're not trading him midseason? I'm not. You're- I'm not. I'm going to trade him this summer. But why? Because, because there could be the reason you trade him midseason. This is just simple mm-hmm. because a team is looking for a piece that adds to their ability to potentially win a championship, make a run, you know, at the deadline because they're not they're not in a strip down mode. Uh, so you're either going to sell or you're buying. I mean, it's it's kind of binary. So some some teams are going to sell, some are going to buy. The ones that are buying are are going for it. So in theory. He's probably more valuable in the middle of the season at the trade deadline. So why wait till the end of the year? Because I don't think there will be a good deal to be had. And you know, the Knicks right now—they've got to find. They've got to. Their energies need to be devoted to getting rid of Fournier, getting rid of Reddish. Now I can make the argument. Not now. It's it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. I can make the argument. They misused Reddish. Like I had real interest in Cam Reddish. That definitely was the case. But it's too late now, so you yeah. got to move on. So you got to trade Reddish. You know, if you want to trade D Rose, like the Lakers want D Rose, fine. That's cool. I respect him. But it's time to go. He's not playing. That's where the energy needs to be devoted. I think what you do this summer is you attack the Randall trade market and you prey on the vulnerabilities of of I think a lot of teams. And also, from now until then, there might be a player who can actually really elevate the Knicks along with Brunson who right now is not disgruntled, mm-hmm. but might be disgruntled with an early playoff ouster, which will then be a better trade for yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, but if you're the Knicks, like, what do, you, what do you want this season to be? Like, what should this season be for the Knicks? There's currently sitting in the seven holes, 27, they're four games over 500. 
right? They're sitting in the seven hole. They're probably going to make the playoffs. I don't, I don't have any faith in. I mean, maybe Atlanta figures it out a little bit better. But I mean, whatever you, however you look at it, they're a playoff team, especially if they're playing the way that they are now. But what do you want this team to look like this year? And more importantly, how are you setting it up for years to come? Because I think that's where the the actual conversation is, is what are the Knicks going to be in the years to come? They're not winning a championship this year. No. It's, just, it's not happening. I don't care what they do. They could be buyers at the deadline. It's not happening, right? But years to come is where you really need to get, I don't know, um, viable. And I think trading Randall now, mm-hmm. as some people are starting to say, including Hoff, are starting, and, and Zoo believes this too, that are starting to say, trade them now because you're going to get Assets, draft assets, which then position you to do whatever you want. Yeah, I've been next, hearing that they already have a million when that, draft when assets. That, when that next, of, they have that, them already. I know that, but but you get more. But they do though. But you get more. Okay, but what are you gonna do with them? Go, Leon go Rose get, has collected a small mountain. Go get whoever is well, well, whoever. But that's a theory. I want names. Okay, what happened? Left, okay. Tr- trade Randall. All right, for who? Who's the most underachieving team? It's got to be a Western team. Who's the most underachieving team in the West right now, in the, your estimation? Uh, let, let me look at the standings, yeah. just so I don't forget anything. The yeah. most underachieving team, yeah. uh, well, the Lakers, obviously. I mean, the, the Lakers fucking, are forget pathetic the Lakers. disappointment. All right, they're, they're, so. They're, uh, age old. they're aged out. I would say Portland's just, pretty disappointing. Just, just look at it based on what your expectation was. Phoenix. They're, Phoenix. They're, You'd have to say Phoenix. Phoenix. Five, what are they, 500 now? Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. They're 25 and 25. Clippers are very disappointing, too. So at some point, the Phoenix Suns are going to say, God, this D and Andre Ayton thing's not working. God, this thing is, these other, these pieces aren't working. I mean, we don't really want to break off Devin Booker like that. Can we, let's trade Devin Booker. Let's go get some assets. Yeah, we're going to need three first-round draft picks for it. Yeah. There's going to be a few teams, Not a, there's not going to be a lot of teams that are going to be able to do it. If you will, if you're the Knicks, don't you want to set yourself up for that eventuality or potential eventuality? Um, the short answer is yes. But the the real answer is that's all they've been doing for the last ten years. But they have nothing they haven't, has but come they haven't, to fruition. They haven't pulled the proverbial trigger they because they don't know how it. to make good trades. They whiffed on they they listen. Here's what's made it very complicated, and this is the problem. Yeah, the big one is Mitchell, especially well, especially if it comes down to all they wanted was R.J. Barrett. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you if that's all they wanted. If you tell me that you wanted, we to, better not ever find that out. <laughs> if you want to trade Randall right before February, I think it's the it's the eighth or the ninth yeah. before yeah. Fe- the ninth. Thank you, Hoff. Before February 9th. Okay, God, that's quick. That's only the problem is two weeks. It's coming. Yeah, that's why I'm talking about it. it. But the problem is to justify that. Part of the reason to get rid of Randall in the eyes of many is to open a platform for R.J. Barrett to shine. Yeah. I've got news for everybody, and I'm sorry, Nick fans, and I'm sorry, New York fans, and I'm sorry, R.J. Barrett's family. Uh, R.J. Barrett is never, and I mean never, ever, ever, ever going to be what we hoped he would be the night he was drafted third overall. Mm -hmm. Never. He's not a great athlete. He is too streaky. He's got a loose handle, and that's all there is to it. I mean, I I watch the Knicks every single night, and this kid is nowhere near an Mm all-star. He's just not. Yeah. I mean, I can't even waste time debate. It's not even debatable. Look, he works hard. You you give him credit for that. I do. I like the kid. He's not nearly as good as he needs to be. Well, hardworking doesn't necessarily mean it's worth it. 
Yes, so, but this is what, when I say the Knicks complicated their future, this is what I mean. So you want to trade Randall to open the door for somebody who's not as good as Randall and will never be as good as Randall. Listen, you up until last night, Randall, some fourth-quarter follies, some turnovers late in games. He's done that this year in the fourth quarter, even though he's had a great season. You are never running an offense through Julius Rand, uh, through R.J. Barrett and getting buckets the way Randall gets him. He doesn't have that skill mm-hmm. set. He just doesn't. So they misread Barrett's upside, all right? They foolishly gave Mitchell Robinson a contract. What a stutter. Yeah. He's hurt again. Yeah, again. And, you know, you've got this convoluted roster of that overlaps and is not good enough to win. Mm-hmm. But I am of the mindset that Julius Randle is much more of an asset than a detriment. No, he definitely is. So much Look, more. Take, Guy's good. If you take Julius Randle off this team, they have 15 wins right now. <laughs> and, that, and that's with um, – that that that's with them playing as well as they have been, and with uh, Brunson being a star that he is, and and Grimes playing great D. It, 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 there's they don't win without Julius Randle right now. Agreed. But at some point, you have to capitalize on what he's become because we had this conversation with Hoff the other day. Hoff was like, you know, he's he had that horrible season last. year. Okay, but two out of three, he's been pretty damn good. And mm-hmm. when he's committed to being in shape and a, a great teammate. He's a, he's he's proven that he can be a good player, a mature a mature, more mature player than the I don't know the whatever whatever was going on with him last year. Somebody needs that. A, some team needs that and wants that because he's not old, right? He's been around for a little bit, but he's not like he's thirty years old. And he's durable. Yes. Except outside of the end of last year, he's a he's a horse, he's man. He is. He, he's like he bullies people. See that donkey threw down a traffic last yeah. night. I mean, that was. He's, I mean, he's he's a big bully. Yes, he is on the court. You see it, and he's a leader again this year. Yeah. I mean, listen, they whip the Knicks. That's right, on, Big Zoo. Big Zoo was like he's deboing people. <laughs> there you go. They whiffed on Toppin. Mm-hmm. He's just not the guy. They foolishly scurried to save face from a PR point of view and gave Barrett the contract that they gave him. Yep. Um, they've made mistakes, and that's Leon Rose. Uh, it is my belief that you don't compound the other mistakes by making another mistake. Listen, I'm okay with the notion of trading Barrett, but I've got to do it on my terms when I think the return will be more beneficial to the Knicks. I don't see any more. What are you going to do in, in two weeks? Who are you going to bring in? Honestly. Booker. They're not trading him in two weeks. You know that. <laughs> I know, you know I know, that. I know. I guess I know we got a break here. We're going to get to uh, Sharp Tierney, a little pickage coming up next year. NFC Championship, AFC Championship. I just think that the disrespect that is thrown towards Randall really is born out of laziness. Mm. Most people, and I understand this, you know, you don't do it for a living. You might not be a huge basketball fan. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking a shot. But a lot of people who knock Randall, they're not watching him play mm-hmm. this year. It's a lazy narrative from, from oh, you know, he was a little bit out of shape, but from he wasn't a good year. lead. He yeah. gave us the finger. If you watched him play this year and you don't think he's an all-star, I don't know what to tell you. I, I really don't. You, you don't know what you're watching or you're not watching. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.